Welcome back to the Chick and the Duck podcast with myself, Rye, and my brother, Micah, where we talk about anything and everything regarding pop culture, but mostly movies. Today, um, we are recording at our unusual time, because I'll be gone this next tomorrow through the next couple days. Um, this next tomorrow. Yeah, this next tomorrow. <laughs> um, and so we're recording uh, late at night for both of us. Presumably way later for Micah, because he is still in Texas. Um, yeah, we'll be talking some pop culture things, uh, what we've been watching, as well as have a discussion, slash maybe do a little quick like top five, I don't know, depends, about just Studio Ghibli in general, because we've both watched um, uh, a couple or a couple things this week, and we've seen a lot already. And I'm guessing and assuming that our movie of the week will be the least talked about movie today, considering we both saw Boy and the Heron and another movie from Ghibli that I think we both presumably liked a lot better than Only Yesterday. I don't know what you felt about Only Yesterday, I guess. But um, and as always, I'm gonna start they're saying just, this, and they're, they're just both objectively better. Well, there's there's objectively better movies than there's a very interesting conversation to be had about the red turtle and then i there's a very interesting to be conversation to be had about miyazaki's boy and the heron um and i'm gonna start saying this from now on but any of these views that we say are our own um and if there's a movie that's rated r that we do talk about it is not recommended to any student of mine um, but Micah, we've been talking for half an hour <laughs> off camera. Um, but how are you doing? How's work? How's the busyness of Christmas and all the things? Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty busy. So I didn't, I didn't watch as much stuff. Uh, <laughs> call, I was calling Maddie a bunch. Planning? Uh, yeah. The, um, honeymoon, wedding. Well, obviously, honeymoon. you plan most of the wedding already. Yeah, honeymoon. So you, so you got updates I've done on some. I've done some uh, wedding stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, it was mostly it was it was pretty much all honeymoon. Um, mm. Okay. We were figuring out what we were doing with it, uh, and we, I mean, we did figure it out. So what? What's? I mean, you don't have to say, but. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're going well, we're going to Hawaii, obviously. Yep. I was already public. Um, we're staying the first two nights at the Alani. Shout out Todd and Karina. Thanks to Todd and Karina. Yep. Uh, Todd's, um, wi- Todd, Todd's wife works. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That, that dual income. Um, no one else even understands anything. No one, if Karina listens like, to this. Like, sh- Oh, cool. <laughs> if Karina listens to this or mom and dad, they'll chuckle. Other than that, if you really want to know, you can talk to them on your mic, I guess. Yeah. It, it's a lot funnier if you're but, part of our family. But you don't. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. It doesn't we'll, matter at all. We'll tell you and it still won't be funny. So. Yeah, it's funny to us because it's a very long running inside joke. So anyway. Yeah. Um. But... Uh, <laughs> struggle there's a lot so there's so many issues now with oahu um Mm. and short-term rentals like they don't exist anymore okay because uh they can't figure out how to stop people from buying land and turning that just turning it into rentals like that's like people's sole purpose is just to purchase land from mainland Uh, u.s and just with the sole intention of 
profiting right off of a brand new home type deal and so they basically instead of like making it difficult to purchase land they just made airbnbs and short-term rentals obsolete by uh requiring minimum 30 day stays that's crazy yeah so that's basically so you can wild, stay dude. less than 30 days but then like the the way they get around that is the renters the, the people who own them they don't you're the only person so you stay for five days they only rent five days in the month unless they want to risk double booking and if they do get caught doing that then they get fined ten thousand dollars a day <laughs> that's something that's like that's never worth risking that's a lot of money so much money <laughs> you're and better so, off to rent a, rent something for five days and not get the rest of the 25 than do that yeah that's bad yeah so basically <laughs> one it's like i really i understand the whole like and it is very pro it's an island and it's very problematic if you can't stop people from purchasing all the land from local people and um, you should just have the rule that you can't purchase unless you're a citizen yeah they should they should just there's a lot of ways to make it easier like pro yeah. i mean they could even just raise property taxes for rentals unless you're a, unless you're a citizen unless yeah, you're unless a you get yeah, yeah, yeah unless yeah, you have yeah. residency in the state or something like that next you know, or workgrounds or you get Hawaii. or you get you know or you get like a license or something like you have to go through a process to be yeah. licensed. So then they can regulate the number of people, right? Instead of just like, oh, I'm rich. Let me just buy property. Let me just buy it. And rent right? it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, you know, I fully understand that and what they're doing. They're just stupid because <laughs> their economy is tourism. So I, by helping the locals with their land, you're also hurting locals because there is a lot. I mean, tourism yeah, is like, like your big like thing. And Airbnb thing. and like short-term mm -hmm. rentals, like houses are like, that is like the way people travel now. So right, it's like, of course, obviously you still have the resorts and stuff, but like that is what people are looking for to be like on an island in their own private house type deal. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so we're going to. So basically, there's there's no there's like not nothing's really available. Everything's pretty pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so what's the and a lot of issues? So flights between islands is only fifty bucks. So we're going to Maui after two days. Nice. And we're staying in Maui for six days. Nice. Um, and we got an Airbnb there. Ah, uh, that's really nice. Very you'll, close. To you'll the water. have to send me like the. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Um. And it's funny because actually the people that own, that own it are uh, famous. Wait, they're. What's yeah? Their, what's their name? They're, trying to remember what her name is they're the kutchers but she wrote the book uh she's a best-selling author she wrote the book how are you really i think it's like jen jen jenna kutcher jenna kutcher living your yeah. truth one answer at a time yep and she has a <laughs> podcast called uh what is it uh like goal goal something it's like a play on words oh she's an online business coach sounds about right no hate to Jenna Kutcher. You're just... She has over a million followers on Instagram. Gold Digger. Instead of Gold Digger, it's Gold Digger podcast. She sounds like someone I would not get along with. <laughs> <laughs> She's from uh, Minnesota. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. N no hate, but I just don't... 
this she does see yeah she seems very uh i don't know how to put it like not she seems like chronically online kind of yeah like not i'm i'm 100 percent all for the like you know the whole just start a podcast do whatever you want like everybody has a podcast i think it's fun but like gold digger like where it's like you have chronic like your clips are chronically crafted and like you ask stupid questions just so you could get a, you know, a clip. Like, it just, I don't know. Well, it just seems like what she's, it's like, she, she's, uh, she's in the self-help industry. Yeah. So, but then it's like her entire, I hate, I hate like uh, chronically online self-help. Oh, it's, it's like, the it's the worst. Man. It's like not helpful. It's like your, your, your insight isn't helpful because you're chronically online and, uh, online living is, is not good for you. And my favorite, my favorite a quote from a book that I read. It's not, wasn't about, maybe it was about self-help, but they were talking about self-help. It was a Christian book. And Mm -hmm. and they're like, how, like, explain this to me. The whole, everyone's about self-help, but if myself is the problem, how can myself help myself? Like, it sounds so weird, but like, if yourself is the problem, yourself can't help you. Yeah. You you can't help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So So, yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, full full judgment. Obviously, <laughs> we're we're fully judging. <laughs> we're her really right into her. We don't know her at all. Um, I've never listened to anything or read a single word she's written. I, she <laughs> um, looks like a nice person. I bet they're a really nice family. I'm but, sure they're uh, nice. Yeah. Technically, technically, it's the husband that owns. Oh, okay. He does a rent. He does rentals. So they own multiple properties uh, in cool. Maui. Like they own two different ones at the same uh, at the same condo complex. Um, okay. But it yeah I mean it's really nice it's, it's affordable and really good location it's like right by one of the really really nice uh, resort areas with a lot of sh- shops and things like that and good beaches mm, nice like the most popular beaches. Are you gonna do any yeah. like uh, surfing? I don't zip know. Lining. Lining. I mean, well, probably not zip lining just because zip lining is really expensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> but uh yeah, I mean we'll do stuff. There's something called so there's something called the road to Hana, which Hana is like the east eastern side. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of nature. One. But so on in Hana, there's like that's where the black sand beaches are, the rocky cliffs, the red mm-hmm. sand beaches. Uh, there's something called the seven sacred pools. That's like a waterfall that mm. has like seven. So like, you know, waterfall, pool, uh-huh. waterfall, pool, waterfall, pool. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but there's this cool. thing called thing called the road to Hana, which is like a 10 to 12 hour trip basically with stops, uh, that basically takes you around the Island on a road. So you basically road trip and it has different stops you can do. Hmm. And it's like, that's cool. Got this whole thing. So that definitely will do that nice uh a bunch of cool different beaches i'm sure you know maddie said she uh she did surfing last time so she said she would probably do it again we'll do snorkeling yeah that might be the most likely is like whale watching or snorkeling as a paid excursion mm-hmm. um are you like did your airbnb have a pool or like you just the beach nearby it does it has, it has a, a pool and it's crazy. like two two minute walk to the beach is it like so, a house or is it an apartment? It's like apartment condo, but it's oh. like two. It's only two stories. Oh, okay. So it's like, and it's not. It's not very big. And I, you know, I'll send you a link right now, actually, to the place. Okay, I'm gonna open it on my phone so that 
but um yeah obviously open on your phone don't don't take the podcast i guess i could have just shared my screen i guess so but <clears throat> but no because i'm not gonna I'm not gonna expose it right. no free no free advertising here on, on the podcast sorry uh hosted by drew five years of hosting guest favorite i wonder why okay i like the oh that's like what you, this is what you want though this is like the perfect yeah it's like they're very uh which once maddie was like oh they're famous she like found out or whatever somehow yeah. i don't know how but uh i was like oh. that makes sense because their entire things like they use like pottery barn and like have hgtv like magnolia magazines and they take aesthetic photos of them like with a yeah. coffee mug and it looks very hgtv and i'm like this whoever owns this has to have like has to have money dude yeah that's true that's a lot of to put into a place that's not very expensive to stay in yeah that's my i'm not gonna say it out loud i'm just gonna look at them. yeah one bed one bath is perfect oh wow it's not a bad price yeah, it's it's on the low end for uh, Hawaii for rentals, mm-hmm. especially this nice. Yeah, um, but that's cool. Yeah, super excited. So book that, book flights. Uh, nice. Got to look at cars. Cars is annoying under twenty five, bro. Like two hundred buck fee. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah, that's it's like 30, 30 bucks a day. About it sucks. Okay, are you doing Turo? Or are you doing a rental car? Like, a... well, they have rental ones that do it now, but it's it's all the same. So I guess it'll just Turo. I think is over. I think Turo's way overpriced. So I would try to go rental car. Turo Turo had better options for same price. Oh well, um, but obviously we'll wait. Yeah, you know, and keep checking regularly to see. And it's like. How far? Like Maddie, this Maddie really wants wants the Jeep Wrangler, bro. It's not. Who cares? The white, the white Jeep. Who Wrangler. cares, bro? I mean, she um, does. She obviously cares. But well, yeah, um, it'd be cool. Obviously, we're doing the road trip too, which would be, so that'd be like cool with that. It's but, like, uh, uh, here's the question: like, you just plan out your time. You know, like, say, I don't know, like, there's a possibility that you could get, like, you could you could Uber to your place, okay? And like for the first couple of days, you just you just stay in there. You know, you're walking around the town, or whatever. You walk to the beach. You're just walking everywhere, or you Uber yeah. to dinner. You know, like you budget that. And then for the last four days, you Uber to the place where you pick up the car, and then you pick up the car for four days, and then you have the Jeep, and then you go on the road trip with the Jeep. You know, that's what we did. We had we had a car for three or four days out of ten. You know, yeah, we could definitely do that. So. Um, and yeah, like I said, we'll just look into it. Obviously, if they don't, the Jeep doesn't ever get accept, or cheap, which there was one Jeep that was, uh, that was cheap. like the same price as mm-hmm. other cars. But, yeah. um, you know, obviously if it's, if it doesn't get cheap, it's not getting bought, but, yeah, no kidding. um, yeah, so nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Next Did step is that. to ask your groomsman. Which that's what I was I was looking at stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna bug you. I hope I'm not annoying you, but like but, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to. I asked, I asked mom though. She said she never. She said she didn't pay for yours. So pay that's for what money I'm gonna have to spend for the oh. gifts? Yes, she did. That's not true. 
She said she didn't She's pay lying. for pocket watches. She's lying. Yes, you did. Yes, they did. I did not pay for them. She's lying. I will call her tomorrow. She's <laughs> she's not telling you the truth. And yeah. no, because I called her and I was trying to and I, I told her, I don't know, we were talking about this, and I was like, uh, you're gonna pay for Micah's portion of the Airbnb or wherever we stay, right? The whole, you know, whatever. Okay. And she's like, we didn't do that for you, for Micah. And I was like, yes, you did. Or you did. We didn't do that for you, for me. Like everyone paid for it. I was like, no, everyone paid for my food and other things. The Airbnb was like, you paid for Micah's because Micah was like in college, didn't have a job. And then you paid for mine because I was the groom. Like you did. And she's like, no, we didn't. I was like, I guarantee you, you did. Cause you had to pay for both Micah and me. Yeah. They did pay for yours and mine. And they mom and they, no, bro. She argued with dad about it. Like, I remember this. Dad was like, no, we're not paying for that. And, my, and mom was like, yes, we are. It's his yeah. wedding. Yes. They hundred percent, hundred percent paid for it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But <laughs> not a good yeah. idea so when I, you have I mean, someone already, that remembers. Yeah, I already figured out what I'm uh, getting you and Elijah. I'm getting you guys something different. But, um, dude, with the grooms in though, I landed on something I wanted, and I literally cannot find something that's like, um, a like a four. It should be affordable, but then it's not. So it's like I wanted to get gold <clears throat> lighters. Gold lighters, that's sick. Like custom lighters, that's fire. Well, then, yeah, I just wanted to find ones. But though I didn't want custom, so there's only custom. So then I have to buy individual with each name. I have to do a custom engraved. I just want one that's already engraved that says groomsman. That's it. It doesn't need to have a specific person's uh-huh. name on it. I can't find one. I spent like 30 minutes, dude. <laughs> oh, also, uh, thanks for finding the TVA. Um, uh, ornament oh the ornament one i just got today it's really cool <clears throat> it's pretty sick yeah you're right these are all engraved yeah but they yeah they all want it's all custom the problem is that it's all custom this one's only 20 dollars. <clears throat> anyway. i'd have to do four four edition so it's, eight, it's 80 bucks plus shipping if they have shipping plus tax plus your guys mine was I might have paid for yours myself because yours was different. Um, but I spent mom and dad spent like one twenty, I think, on mine. So So right now the, the total you should, you should argue is, that. The total is like is it's like one forty, one fifty or something like uh, that. Yeah. For they're, the two things. They're fine. They can do it. Good gosh. They got two kids. <laughs> you're basically I mean, you're not out of the house, they still pay for your groceries and the, some things, but you're working. You're gonna be gone. They're just gonna pay for that greedy little nine-year-old. Oh, no. <laughs> it's everything. It's so crazy. So funny. Oh gosh, but, I but, do love yeah. him to death. But oh, plus I was gonna, I was gonna do ties also. Ties. Not ties, but like not possessive ties, but T I E S. Ties. Yeah, like a tie. Like you were gonna the buy tie the tie. That we're gonna wear. Oh, oh, so you know the As color. The are you gonna wear a colored no. suit? No. Oh, what are you wearing? It's all black. It's all black and white, Texas. Oh, nice, 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 nice. 
Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's, you know, it's wildflower, so it's like what color you choose, plus there's two kids. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, Blake's not really a kid anymore. He's not a kid, which is not so normal, weird. not so... normal size still. Yeah, he's, yeah, not, yeah. he's not adult size, so yeah, of course. It'll be easier to find sizes for them being black and white. Yeah, hundred percent. He's so pissed at me that I'm not letting him wear a bow tie, though. Who cares? <laughs> I guess he's <laughs> like, like you can't be the 14. only one wearing a bow tie, dude. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's and I was true. like, ties just ties just look better, dude. Like mm-hmm. normal ties just look better. I'm yeah. like, dude, trust me. I went through a bow tie phase too. And you'll get over it and you'll not particularly like the look of them. Ties are definitely better. I think they just look better, dude. Mm-hmm. Unless you can tie a bow tie. Like actual bow ties look they look good. But clip on stuff. Yeah, you get, you get a clip on they, they look weird. It's like it looks like skinny, those. it doesn't look full. Yeah, you gotta learn how to tie one. I I learned one time. Because Michael Williams, for his wedding, wanted to tie a bow tie. Um, and it looked good, but it took us like an hour. <laughs> so That's uh, so funny. Yeah. I finally oh, yeah. Fe- I know how to tie a tie now. Like, I've done it enough through weddings that, like, because I always knew how, but I can consistently do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think I could. I haven't tied a tie in so long, so. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Probably would be pretty terrible. Yeah. I know the steps. I'm not great at it. I know the steps. But yeah, that's me too. Very nice. But yeah, so did that. <laughs> How was going to a movie by yourself? I mean, it was fine. Yeah, I think everybody very, should do it. Yeah, it's very fine. Like I said, I was so out of place. It's because so funny. You're, you're... I, I came with my overalls, <laughs> like my Carhartt overalls. Um, they're all muddy too because it rained, and I wore them. Uh-huh. And so they got all muddy from uh, from dogs, and <laughs> <laughs> um, my beat up Romeos. Yeah. And then, yeah, like my beat up. Uh, I wear my beat up uh, range leather hat, the bison one. Uh huh. Like it's like got the black hat discoloration, like the the rusting look. Right. Going on, <laughs> and I walked in, and it's just, it's uh, it, it's it's young. Like, they're like, they're like, fifteen to eighteen years. Bro, it's old. me. It's Miyazaki, bro. Like, like and yeah, like like six of them. It was like a group of nine people. Like six of them were were like uh, I would say alternative like Asian girls, and then oh yeah, uh, and then there was like three boys with them, and like the, the dudes were like so, I don't even know what generation that is, whatever generation that is, but uh-huh. like so like. TikTok like trendy, yeah, kind of like mm-hmm. alter again alternative. Yeah, like, yeah, very, yeah, these are people that you'd like expect to watch uh, anime. Ob- this type of movies that we watch though, like obscure movies, like they're yeah. looking for obscure movies and things like that. Like indie, indie, not that the Ghibli's like necessarily indie. I, I guess they are technically, and it, like but... they're obviously they're massive, but like they're still not accepted massively. Like there's there's certain like, things that are like but. casual people are like Maddie is like oh you're a nerd yeah Jenna will watch Ghibli and I'm anime. like you want to watch Wish like I liked Wish but still like you want to yeah yeah and so <laughs> yeah it was hilarious going like walking in because <laughs> like, you you look like you're from Battleground Washington at the moment <laughs> <laughs> and I walked and showing them the ticket and they're like, dude what's up <laughs> and they're like showing he's like, 
oh, uh, the boy in the hair, and that'll that'll be theater four. He's like, oh crap! I thought <laughs> you were going to see Oppenheimer for the ninth time. Like, <laughs> I know. I was like, like, yep. Yeah, dude. Oh goodness, it's always funny when you go to a movie like that. I always look so out of place, you know. Because yeah. I'll be like wearing sweat, you know, when I, I don't even know. When I saw the movie that I recently saw when I went into Portland, um, mm. like I'm out of place because it's a bunch of bunch of Portlandians. And yeah, I'm wearing sweats and a hoodie people. and that says Jesus is everywhere. <laughs> like, Yeah, and I, I mean, I was in like downtown Fort Worth too. So yeah. I was in like the Metroplex area. So yeah, yeah. like you said, it was a lot more, it was city. a lot more city. Yeah. So nice. Very, yeah. very nice. Um, yeah. uh, what? I said, yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I don't think it did anything else. I was yeah. like, is it? Nice. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, we had a, uh, I got a bunch of stuff in the mail from mom and dad. So I finally got this. You obviously know you were, you live with them. Got that. Got this. Got this. Um, white oh, elephant, white it. elephant. Love it. It's that with this is, uh, goodness gracious. This is the white elephant I won for my Christmas party. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's just a giant You need to put a scarf on it, dude. I know, dude. So I literally got that. Um, I, I told you this, you and Brighton, but I didn't show you. I got Oppenheimer. Like on Blu-ray, which is the worst slipcover ever. Like it could have been so much cooler. It's not. Um, I got all these. I got the five Christmas classics. Polar Express, Elf, It's a Wonderful Life on Blu-ray and on um, regular. All for the price of seven dollars. Yeah, you need to make a you need to make a Google sheet. You need Why? to make an act. You need to make an active inventory. I have if an I, active. If inventory. I was ever gonna buy you movies, for I'll send you my letterbox list. Like I that. have a list. I have a list on letterbox. Of all your, I guess it's easier to search movies. on Google, but I do. Ha I need to update it still, but I have a list called physical collection. So, um, so had a white elephant party with the youth. That was fun. Um, went smoothly. Uh, Jenna got wrapped on in terms of what she got as a gift um there was like some good gifts like there was there's you know good stuff but jenna ps5 ended up, huh who got the ps5 ah uh, i wish um no uh jenna ended up with a bunch of candy and soda from the dollar tree um and i was like i'm just gonna take it and jenna's like go buy me a gift card <laughs> and so i went <laughs> she's like if you want like she's like i'm not gonna have this and i felt a little bit bad too and I was like, okay, yeah, here. Um, saw some movies this week. Watched a lot of Miyazaki, which was really cool. Um, uh, watched football. I've been planning a bunch of like redeeming real stuff for the net for like the end of the year, um, as well as like a video of like the beauty of twenty twenty three, like in like all the the, you know, the best movies. Um, some of the things that we're doing for chicken and duck the next time we record like end of year like best this 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 and this but probably a little bit more just because i'm by myself and i could just spend the time doing it um 
as well as I wanted to record it tonight, um, but I'm not going to, um, but I'm going to do a episode, um, uh, called like the best, I don't know exactly like the best Japanese double feature or something like that. Um, and it's going to be like in depth about Godzilla minus one and the boy in the heron. Cause they're both Japanese films and they're both Godzilla minus one is incredible and you can infer the rest. Um, so doing that and like, I really, um, that's been fun. And tonight was a lot. Oh, I preached this morning, like Sunday. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, preached on it's a wonderful life. I was pretty nervous just considering like, um, uh, older congregation and you know, I'm talking about a movie, but it was, it's an old movie, which was nice. But, um, and I, I, I pieced together clips and I based it on a, a a verse. And I think like people were like, it went really well. And I talked about suicide, which was, you know, cool, not cool, but you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) sick dude. dude. (laughs) That's, that's, that's literally Cody Cohen. I'm depressed dude. (laughs) Um, but so that was like, people were like, wow, it was really good. And like, people were crying because I showed the end clip of it's a wonderful life. Like we're, you know, it's literally like the best. Um, and like, like, yeah, we were crying and I was like, wow. I almost like cheering up, like watching it on stage. I was like, don't cry. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, I watched it with Jenna. I made Jenna watch it. Oh, nice. We watched it when we frosted sugar cookies. Frosted. Frosted. Yeah, I can't talk. Um, We're she, doing that tomorrow. She goes, it was it was good. I'm like, good? Shut up. It's all right. It's no national treasure, though. <laughs> but she goes, are you crying? I'm like, yeah, you sicko. Like, what do you, like, of course. Where's I'm- the secret <laughs> treasure, though? Uh, he's literally, um, but, uh, so, um, preaching on that was great. Like, and there was, I hit like, I, dude, I had a couple jokes that just hit, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, it was like, we had an ugly sweater competition today and I was like, oh, I'm looking around, I'm seeing a bunch of ugly sweaters. And I was like, although I'm really surprised that I'm not seeing any Seahawks jerseys killer. <laughs> like everybody is laughing. Um, there was. Uh, uh, we we're talking about favorite Christmas movies. I was like asking them the audience, the, the congregation, and they're shouting them out. And someone goes, "Die Hard." I was like, "I was gonna ask." They all laughed. And then someone goes, "They said the Bishop's Wife or something like that." Some real old Christmas movie came out forty seven. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm twenty four, and they thought that was fun. Even though I know old movies, like I'm pretty well versed. I never heard of it though, and I thought, you know, yeah, so I've I never got- heard of that. I just got a, you know, a couple really good laughs. So if it was the best I felt, even though it was the most nervous I was, that was nice. Um, and then t- tonight was our Vietnamese Christmas service. It was a lot. It went really well. It was like 400 people. Um, most of it, like when we were sitting in the service, like it's in Vietnamese. I don't speak Vietnamese. Um, I can't even look at the program to see where we are, you know, because I can't read it. Um, <laughs> like I go up to one of the dads. I'm like, when are, when's that? What's happening? Right. You know? Um, so, I mean, it was, and then we had dinner and um, we're getting ready to go to uh, um, 
the beach tomorrow. And so like last night I went shopping for three hours. <laughs> I shopped for like an hour and a half at Costco with his name's Ton. He's the old youth pastor. He's still very involved. And then I went with, um, uh, her name's Christina. She's another young adult. We went to Winco last night and shopped. Um, and that was like, it was fun to, you know, talk to them. And so I'm excited for that tomorrow. And, um, yeah, I mean, watch football disappointingly. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, so, um, I've done other random, you know, random things. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, I'm just ready for Christmas. I'm very excited about the gifts that I've probably gotten. And I'm also very excited for certain gifts for the people I got them for to open them. Like one of yours, I'm like, yeah, he's going to really like this. He's going to think it's really awesome. And the other one, I'm like, I think this is literally so cool. Um, mm. And like same, there's a couple of things for Jenna that I'm like, she's going to love this thing for mom. Mom doesn't listen to this, right? Um, uh, I got her, she, she obviously reads a lot. Um, I got her a custom bookmark. I don't know if you've done that in the past. Have you done that in the past? I, I feel like I've ordered a custom bookmark. Yeah. Anyway, I got a custom bookmark. It's a picture of grandma Sue when she's like younger, you know, and then you can engrave the back and I didn't know. I couldn't think of like something that grandma Sue said all the time because, you know, but I, there's one thing that. Literally always mom said to us that grandma's and at the back says, don't use your teeth. Um, and so it's like classic coming from China though. <laughs> it's not here yet. Um, As everything does. Yeah. Etsy man. So, um, yeah, been a, been a fine week. Lots of Christmas stuff. Lots of lots of Christmas stuff. But, um, I don't know how much you want to talk about the NFL. Vikings lost sucks. I mean, yeah, I mean, we talked about it before we recorded, so yeah, it's it's a bummer. Sorry, Ch- guys, you Ty- didn't get to hear any of it. <laughs> uh, Ty Chandler, why they didn't give him the ball three times in a row makes no sense because he was eating them. I was, dude, the double, I didn't even get to watch it. I watched it on play by play on my ESPN app while I was delivering, <laughs> dude. And I mean, it was devastating to read <laughs> Nick Mullins zero yard rush three third times and, third and one and then i went fourth and one and then he's done awful yeah was i bad. was like oh my gosh there's no way yeah At, for context we were also it was like a 60 yard field goal so it's like you get and people are like oh yeah but you have greg joseph he can make one, it he could he can make a 60 yard field goal like he can do it okay and so if you want to talk about the risk, we risked our third QB sneak that clearly does not work. I wonder why <clears throat> Brandon Powell, 5'8", 185 pounds, pushing from back. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Wonder and, why that didn't work. Like, it's but not... Yeah. Just just wait. I mean, just weigh your options, okay? You get that. <clears throat> you get the, the fourth and one. You could get a closer field goal, maybe. It's one yard. Like, you're getting one yard. So, really, all you're getting is a fresh set of downs, which you have no idea what will happen on. Yeah. You kick a field goal, which then they ended up turning the ball over. You kick a field goal, you make it, you win. They had already taken their drive. They punched And it. if you miss it, they get the ball at the same spot. They get the ball at the same spot. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, livid, dude. That was what cool. just turned off? 
A lamp? I don't like Jenna's lamp. I don't. I didn't know it turned off. Like I didn't know that it could. Apparently, it's been on for too long. <laughs> Even though it hasn't been on for very long. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like third and one was such a clear and obvious like play action and throw to TJ Hawkinson like or your two stud wide receivers or Powell who's actually playing well besides being small and you can't push a quarterback whatever yeah, you don't have him push a pile or like, you throw it crazy. to Ty Chandler or you run it with Ty Chandler like there's so many options extent except for QB sneaking with the freaking Tom Brady from Wish like <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know his his Kevin O'Connell's coaching abilities Bad. like messing with my brain dude it's it's making me mad he just, lo- he just loses games with decisions. Yeah, it's like bad, astonishing. <clears throat> yeah. So like, let's not forget the beginning of the year when he would never uh, clock the ball when we got to the stinking yeah. one yard. Like when we got to the goal line, he would never clock the ball and we'd constantly not ever even run a play. Yeah. And so like, I can't even believe that's the same season as this one that now he's, he can't make any kind of good play calls now. Yeah, dude. And but it's like it's so clear that the Vikings offense is such a pocket pass offense. Like Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson all played really, really well. And Ty Chandler had a great game with just a white guy. And I'm not trying to be like and make it. Yeah, but we we we're definitely we have a very traditional structured offense. A white guy that can't move very well throwing the ball in the pocket. Like it works. Like we would be not a Super Bowl contender, but we'd be very good with Kirk right now. Like, I agree. It's crazy to miss Kirk Cousins. You don't realize like how good. But he it's also was. we. I mean, we should still be in better position. I mean, not. We, should. we shouldn't be losing to Jake Browning. Although the T Higgins catch <laughs> in play was crazy, but freaking McKee Blackman gave up. So I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> he could have picked them all off. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see this part either, but. Uh, saw a bunch of people commenting about how uh brian flores was trying about to, to call a timeout time yes because he recognized how idiotic the, the coaching decision is and the play calling was that's crazy to have your defensive coordinator be like oh my gosh my head coach is so stupid silly <laughs> <laughs> character I said the r word mike's character development's crazy <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid yeah. Like your head coach is so stupid that you're having your defensive coordinator biting his tongue trying to call a timeout to save your stinking game. Yeah, man. We shouldn't have been we were up ten or up fourteen. We, were we up shouldn't 14 have been in we the shouldn't have been, we shouldn't have been in the position anyway. Um No, but, but they did have they had crazy plays. Yeah, it and but the other thing, Jake Browning's whole like they should have cut me, bro. You lost to what's his face, like Sean Mannion. Like he was terrible. Yeah, Mannion. They like you suck. Like just because you're playing well now doesn't mean like this is like some personal vendetta you have against the Vikings. Like who cares? Nah, and, and just wait. <laughs> I mean, just wait two games, dude. This is this is the year of. I mean, it's, it happens quite often now too. Also, what? You, you bring in a quarterback that sucks, and they'll play four good games. That's how it works. You bring in Cooper Rush, four straight games of MVP. <laughs> you bring in Josh Dobbs, four games of MVP. Jake Browning, four games of MVP. Nick Mullins has had two great games already now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. He is, like not, is, is, yeah. He, is he good? 
No. no. <laughs> He's not good. You know what's crazy? You know who beat the beat this Brock Purdy, man? He did. He beat it. Granted, we know his offense is good. Whatever. He's still good. He's still great quarter. Like, you can't be telling me he's putting up perfect passer ratings and throwing for four TDs in a game. And yeah, he still like, just makes just, good de- He just makes good decisions. It's not so. just offense. Like, it's just not that. I don't know. Yeah. I and, know. Anyway, I don't want to talk about the NFL for too much longer because yeah, I don't no, care. I'm good. All right. Yeah. Well, Vikings, if they, I just want them to beat the Lions. That'd be nice. Beat the Packers. Beat the NFC North. That's all I care about. Um, I think this is this, this is for you. I put this in just for you, Micah. Uh, <laughs> Yamaha is launching a five-disc CD changer in 2023 for reasons unknown, but I feel like that's a purchase for you. A CD craze. Yeah. It's coming. I predicted it. It's you coming. did. You have CDs. I've bought you CDs. I almost bought you yeah. a CD for Christmas. No, but I already have a CD player, so I probably Oh, you do? Oh, you got the really nice? I've never I've seen the, it. I have a crossley one it's like yeah. 250 bucks yeah that's nice it's got yeah it comes with two like you ever use it all the nice. time nice, nice and nice. it's also it's it's cd radio <laughs> and bluetooth oh that's a w that's yeah. got that'll so be I a cool connect, like I centerpiece in your apartment well it literally is i mean i right now it's messy mm-hmm. and i can't show you um but i mean it, it's on an ikea bookshelf with CDs lining the bookshelf alone and it's just sitting on top by itself. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's like, it's sick. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be like a good side table kind of deal. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, uh, breaking news with uh, Dwayne Johnson's best decision of his movie acting career. Um, he will star in an A24 film directed by Benny Safdie. The film will be a drama that follows MMA fighter Mark Kerr during his peak era in the UFC as he struggles with addiction, winning, and love. If he, if Dwayne can act, this will be awesome. That's what I was, I was literally going to say. It's, this is going to be the battle of fighting <laughs> with a studio that knows how to make people act and the biggest ego of all time. Yeah. So it's like it literally it's going to boil to the fact that whether he's he's going to actually act. Well, I listen because to the, yeah. he just you know he has the ability. He's acted for a while. He's just I mean recently he's never done anything that requires any level like, of acting more than the bare minimum of acting. If I just I want him to be able to turn off his persona. I just want him to be an actor, not be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know. Correct. And it is, you know, again, he's, I mean, he's getting put into such a fluff role. I mean, he's literally playing himself. Yeah. So it's like, again, they're even making it easy for him. Like, hey, you got to play, you know, a fighter. Yeah. Which, which you were. <laughs> and like, oh, he should be such a, like, I feel like he's got the chops to at least make something pretty decent, you know? I know. It's, like, yeah, it's really, honestly, this could be a, this could be a legacy moment. It could be. This, a, might, this might be the defining moment of his career, of whether he'll ever do something, obviously, other than Moana. But Moana. Moana but he's voice is acting. voice acting, and he's got, you know, it's so easy. Because he has a huge, like you said, he has a huge persona. So it's, like, very easy to play this big voice. And I'm not. Of a god. Of it. He's a god. I want. Um, do crazy. you know. I, like, I'm not a Dwayne the Rock Johnson hater, because sometimes I really dislike him. Like, when his whole, like, uh black adams thing was annoying but when he when i just listen to him talk like when he was on rogan i love listening he just seems so genuine and i know he's a neat got an ego anyway like he has movies that i like like i like jumanji i like jungle cruise um yeah. 
other things are pretty fun, but I want pain and gain Dwayne Johnson. I want that. That's his best performance besides Moana. You yeah. know, have you seen, you've seen pain and gain, right? Yeah, I have such a crazy movie, but um, it is wild. Like, that's what I want. I want him to be like an actor, not like, yeah, I don't know. This feels, I mean, he definitely feels like he's like ending his career <laughs> as an actor. Weirdly enough, like he won't be in like crazy things because he's been in so many just awful oh, or this mediocre is so, I have roles. A take. I, have a take. I feel like this movie is so defining for how his career, whether he's remembered or forgotten. I think he'll be remembered because he's such a big personality. Well, as an actor. Do you know what I think this is? I think this is, am I going to do this type of thing? These type, I think he'll still make dumb action movies because like. You know he's 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 a movie star like literally, but like is he gonna do the the, the president thing, or is he gonna k- still act? Yeah, because if this hits, it's like you don't need to be a president, bro. Like just, mm-hmm. just do things like this. This is great. But if it's like yeah, it wasn't the best. Like he can move on t- from acting to do his next venture. Yeah, you know? true. He also talked about <clears throat> how much he loved a twenty four on Rogan, which was cool. Which I didn't. I was like, oh, wow. Because they were talking about the Iron Claw, which I'm seeing on Thursday. I'm so so excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, shout out Dwayne Johnson for... And Benny Safdie, bro. That's fire. Uh, So, the premise of Mufasa, the Lion King, uh, the prequel to the Lion King, has been revealed. The movie will follow the rise of one of the Pride Land's greatest kings. Return to Savannah, Savannah where Rafiki tells Kiara, Simba, and Nala's daughter the story of her grandfather with some comments from Timon and Pumbaa. I like it. Yeah. I don't wish think it was animated. Be very, yeah, I don't think it's going to be very good. It won't be. But, the premise is so... The premise would the be premise such a good cool. animated movie. Yeah. Like Rafiki, oh bro, Rafiki just telling this. Oh, it'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I have a couple other things that I forgot to add that <clears throat> I think I'm gonna. Um, uh, George Clooney says that uh, they might make a new Oceans movie. They have a really great script. Give it to me. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and then the other one is the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes movie. Set 300 years after the last film, planned as a new trilogy, main character does not know who Caesar is. So. And someone said, man, apes are terrible at keeping records. Yeah, <laughs> what? Bro like a- started this all. <laughs> okay, it's like. I get what they're – maybe they're just like – like he- maybe they're lying. Maybe they're like trying to make it – I think what they're trying to do maybe by that comment is just say it's detached. I think because like he can know Caesar's name, like know who Caesar is. No, I think he's going to learn. I think he's going to learn about Caesar. Possible too. cameo from Andy circus. Oh, (laughs) could you imagine? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm still excited for them. Like, it's still exciting to me. Um, Confirmed animation slate for the MCU, X-Men 97, which should be good. Uh, Your Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, which was renamed from Spider-Man Freshman Year. Thank you, Lord. It's such a better name. And then Eyes of Wakanda, which I don't even know what it's about. 
Mm, eyes. Of Wakanda. And uh, Ryan Coogler is involved. I know that. That's pretty Coogler. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale will star in a spy thriller called Best of Enemies. The plot center around an CIA agent and a KGB agent who try to convince each other to betray their country. <laughs> That's been a lot better with two uh, comedic actors. <laughs> Literally, this, get, yeah. Give this me, would have been a lot better if it was a comedy. Give me Nicolas Cage and Adam Sandler in this role right now. Give me that. It's like a semi-serious, like, meta-comedy. That'd be great. That um, would have been, been a much better movie. Yeah. Can't lie. No, Ryan Gosling and... <laughs> John Krasinski. Uh, <laughs> Steve Carell, dude. Give me Steve. And Bro. Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Give Ryan me Gosling and Steve Carell, dude. Crazy Stupid Love Part 2, make it war-themed. Dude, that'd be so good. Dude, give me Threat Level Midnight, please. (laughs) I would pay so much money for an actual Threat Level Midnight movie. Why haven't they done that? That would make so much money. It would bang, dude. It would make so much money. If they made it kind of stupid, like, but like not. Well, yeah, make it just low budget. Just don't spend a month on it. Then it's no risk, because you know, like, it's... (sighs) Oh my gosh, from a business perspective, that's like a no-risk movie to make. Because you make it low budget, it will be what people want, and it will cost you nothing. And you will know that you'll make profit off of it, because everyone will go see it. Every, bro. Everyone, dude. Everybody would see the movie. It'd be crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that would be wild. Um, James Gunn, he said that... uh, Matt Reeves will be uh, producing projects for both the Batman universe and the DCU. And he also adds that Reeves is producing the Arkham series for the DCU. Sounds good to me. Reeves is great. I think, I think, uh, I think Reeves should be, uh, captain of Elseworlds. I think that he should definitely be like, a head honcho of the DCU. I think he should be in charge of a lot of uh, of Gotham related things. Yeah, bro. His I think he should. Pro- I think he should probably be just in charge of Gotham in general. To be honest, anything dark and grimy and related to Gotham, he should be <coughs> creatively in charge of that. And then when it mixes over into movies, he should be involved in the the merging of two things of his <laughs> Gotham world mixed with the rest of the DCU. Like, yeah. 100%. You see, I mean, he did Gotham so well. It's crazy. Yeah, it was so good. And no one's done Gotham that well. No one. Not even close, dude. Um, Like, Batman Begins was the closest. Gotham was pretty okay. Um, yeah. And also, another thing that I forgot to mention, now that we're on DC, uh, Alan uh, Richson wants to play Batman in James Gunn's DCU. The guy who plays Reacher. Mm, yeah. He wants, he wants to play Batman. Which... He does look like a Batman, but he also doesn't look like a Batman. But I feel like if his hair is a little bit darker, he's dude. He's he's a good. He act. looks like he looks like the animated Batman. And but he's it's like a, I just don't know how well he would fit. He's also a good actor, and yeah. he's big. <laughs> yeah, he's massive. He's got Damn. the he's got the puffy and wide shoulder build. He's he's like Ben Affleck, but a little bit bigger. Yeah, but bigger, definitely bigger. Um, tra- trailers. I didn't watch Miller's Girls trailer, so I don't know if you want to talk about it. Uh, oh, it was it looked crazy. Oh, oh, 
Oh, it's the it's Mark the... Wahlberg one. No. no. It's the Jenna Ortega one. Oh, I, dang it. I'm going to watch it. Hold on. <laughs> I did want to watch this. What's the Mark Wahlberg one? Uh, That's uh, the Arthur the King. No. There's another one. Um, he has another movie? Yeah, hold on. It's called... Uh, gosh. Arthur uh, the King was in the uh, uh, What's the Mark? Hold on. I'll find it really quick. Really, really. You can watch that while I watch this. Uh, the Family Plan. Yeah, it looks really bad. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that. All right. Uh, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to mute my desktop audio so you will not be heard. So don't say anything that you want. Yo. Okay. You want to start with that one? Yeah, sure. Holy crap. Yeah, it looks pretty crazy. The tension is insane. Yeah, it is. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be wild. Jenna Ortega is a star, man. She's so good. Yeah, she's I haven't really seen good. her in anything. <laughs> I've just <laughs> seen trailers of her. Scream. Yeah, I haven't watched That's Wednesday. All in she's pretty she's pretty good in it. I need to watch Wednesday also. But she looks nuts in this, dude. She looks, yeah. Pretty Yeah, just wild. Have I seen her in she's in Iron Man 3, technically. <laughs> but... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> as nice. the vice as the vice president's daughter. 
Um, uh, but yeah, so yeah, that looks that looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan. Gosh, there's someone I follow that just gave Asteroid City a three star. <laughs> um, uh, what do you think about uh, if the John Krasinski movie? Yeah, it looks like it'll be a fun family movie. I'll say that. It looks like I'll never watch it. Really? Yeah. No oh, especially. Yeah. No interest. Definitely won't see it in theaters. Yeah. Once, by the time it comes out uh, <laughs> on streaming, everyone will already know it sucks. And so, what if it's like really good? It's not going to be like a movie I'm gonna talk about later. <laughs> give me, give me a movie that it mix, mixes animation and live action characters. That is good. Christopher Robin. Uh, there's, there's like two. Christopher, Christopher Robin. Check me. <laughs> uh, well, Christopher Robin's too, but that's not, even, that's not even the best one. Which, uh, Jungle Book's pretty good. Is it Disney? It's a sequel. Oh my gosh, dude, it's chipwrecked. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's Paddington, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Paddington's literally, literally two Even movies. the first Paddington's great. First Paddington's forgettable. But Once you see the second one, you're never. I've never watched the first one again. I'm gonna rewatch the Paddington two this week. I've, uh, thanks for the decision. Um, no, I, I get it though. I get it though. A lot it of kids will like such, it. It is just such a good movie. If it was animated, it is literally like um, a great movie. Concept's good. It would be an awesome animated movie, but it's not. So, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Um. All right, Kung Fu Panda Four. Speaking of animated, what do you think? W W W. Such a W. The biggest. Okay, the big. This was so accurate because I watched it. I was like, "We're so back," you know. We're so Barack, you know. And then it was like, "There's no." Uh, what's their name? What's their? What's the five? No. For Furious Five. Furious Five. Furious Five. Yeah. I was like, "There's no Furious Five." It's Jover. It's over. And then it's like, confirmed, the Furious 5. It's like, we're so back. Um, so I had my doubts for three seconds. Um, no, nah, dude. It looks great. It's going to be fire, dude. It, the villain's sick. Bringing back, yeah, bringing back old villains without bringing back old villains is so key. And <laughs> like, so crazy, dude. And, bro, freaking Tai Long's, the, the new villain's Tai Long version looks mad crazy. I know, yeah. The, uh, it's gonna be so good. Uh, the Furious Five coming back fire. Uh, is the villain's voiced by Viola Davis, right? Something like that, yeah. And then Kihei Kwan's character looks awesome too. Yeah, Kihei Kwan's obviously <laughs> he's such w. a national treasure. It's not but even then, funny. But then they're they're closing up the series, dude, and they're I know they're gonna do it well. I mean, yeah. the whole thing with him, you know, moving on and becoming like this spiritual spiritual mentor and leader mentor yeah like being like a, a force ghost <laughs> literally <laughs> but yeah I, I know that that like subplots gonna be <gasps> crazy crazy good and it's gonna be such a satisfying ending i just feel it in my bones yeah dude i'm excited 
Um, that's gonna be so fun. I love like that comes out March. Yeah, Mar it comes out my birthday. I think March something. Um, all right. Uh, Civil War. The new. Uh, it's not Captain America. Um, I know you know that, but uh what's his name uh alex garland so he did annihilation ex machina and men apparently men sucks but we've seen ex machina and we've both obviously we've heard good things about annihilation um but uh what do you think about this this is this is a24's biggest budget um this is very i mean this is like a I mean, it's a different type of thriller. It's like a sci-fi, like action war thriller, which I don't think they've ever done. It's like their first epic. Yeah. Um, people are complaining the fact that California and Texas team up in the movie. I'm like, who can't? Like, really? We're really <laughs> nitpicking this? Like, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I think it looks great. I think it looks really interesting. I think this, like, everything everywhere really put. Uh, a twenty four on the map, obviously, and there's other things that are, you know, gaining popularity just with with them. Be, like Uncut Gems was huge, Moonlight winning Best Picture, big, like the whale helping. But like, I feel like this will really help put a twenty four kind of in the, you know, because like dads will go see this, you know, and they'll be like, oh, this company makes other movie, yeah, you know, so yeah, um, exactly, no. It looks cool. I mean, it's, it's a it's a good concept. And freaking Jesse Plemons. <coughs> Jesse. So so it's gonna be good. <laughs> I keep seeing because he's the guy with the gun and the red sunglasses. <laughs> I keep seeing things on Twitter be like, so how can that be profitable for Frito Lay? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's like holding a gun. Oh my gosh, dude, it's just peak comedy. Um, obviously, the movie's not com comedic. So, no, it's a, it's a, uh, action movie, historical, uh, documentary in, in the past about, about the future in like 30 years, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um, and then we got a couple just repeat trailers. Um, uh, echo, let's start. Echo. I don't even think I watched the Echo one. I know, like, I turned it on, but I don't think I really watched it. I turned it on and I, like, walked away to do something, and it's only 60 seconds. It's, so like, it's 60 like, seconds long. I, like, went and, like, did, I, like, picked something up <laughs> and, like, turned around, and then it was, like, over. So. Oh. Um, but, I mean, wanna, it looked, it looks wanna, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for it. Like, truly. Um, it could disappoint me, but this also could be, I haven't seen it yet, but this could be Marvel's Andor. We'll see though. I don't know. And then the newest Dune Part Two trailer. Yeah, Austin Balder. <laughs> Bro, Timmy and Zendaya look fabulous. Yeah, it looks crazy. It it's looks... gonna be. It's gonna be so good. Doesn't oh, this just remind me? Doesn't uh, Rebel Moon come out on Netflix soon? Yeah, the Christmas Day. Apparently, it's terrible. Really. <laughs> It's got Dang a it, it's got a good audience score. Um, I'll I'll tell you what people I follow that have seen it said. Uh, 
terrible mood. Oh, it's got a 2.8, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, so um uh so someone I follow, Seth Films Review Seth's film reviews. I think he's really like he's one of my favorite people to reviews movies. Um, he's very picky. Yeah, I'm literally reading this right now. This seems like very accurate, though. What? Who's his? What he says. Seth's reviews. Yeah. Uh, the, like, it seems like this is like, I would 100% gauge this from watching the six different movies that they portrayed in the trailer. Yeah. I was just hoping it would all come together. Because we said that before. We're like, yeah, it looks like it's like eight different movies based on the yeah. six trailers. Uh-huh. It's like, how do they keep coming up with new like completely new trailer, <laughs> never before seen footage. Uh huh. But like, apparently, like, like, uh, I mean, Snyder fans are gonna be the worst. Um, when it comes to this, like, Soups did an interview with him with Snyder, like, just you know, being like, "Oh, this is amazing. This is so good," you know. But I know we are not a very like we're not a critics you know, Rotten Tomato score because all it means is that the percentage of Rotten means that that percent of critics that rate it on their, based on their rating scale, positively. So three or above is going to be positive. Three or below is negative. And so it's a 23%. So most of critics review it poorly, essentially. But yep. it, so it's 23% Rotten. <laughs> well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much a Rotten or uh, not a rotten. Uh, I'm pretty much a letterbox uh, average Stay. rating believer. It's pretty accurate. Um, Obviously, we you know we talked about before where a situation where it doesn't line up, but yeah, there's plenty of them that don't line up. But but uh, um, not common though. It's not very. Common. They're they're typically pretty pretty accurate. Um, just in in general, it's a good gauge, but. Uh, yeah, so people don't like Rebel Moon. <laughs> um, apparently, he uses like so much slow motion that it's like not even funny. Um, yeah, that, that'll that'll do it. That'll take you out of it. Um, but no, dude, dude looks so good. Looks fire. Uh, I can't believe it didn't get released this year. Sucks. Crazy. But. <clears throat> Um, so what have you been watching, um, that is, um, not from Ghibli or Miyazaki? Yeah. I watched Elf. Same. <laughs> yep. I watched it. It's fun. It went on the TV and then it played and then it finished. <laughs> Nice. I don't know. There's nothing to say about it. I've yeah. seen it so many times. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's and your, talked about it. It's your favorite. Yeah, I know. Same thing with Christmas Vacation. It's like I'm not going to tell you guys anything you don't know about it. So I haven't seen classic. it in so long. I need to watch it. It's good. It's yeah. funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, Godzilla. Not mm-hmm. like the, the original or anything, but the whatever year that 2014. is. 2014. Yeah, that one. The Gareth Edwards. <laughs> Yeah, yep. The creator guy. He's made creator, right? Yeah. 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 He might do Thor 5. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. <laughs> uh, it's a fun watch. Mhm. Um, I watched Rango. <laughs> um, it's got to be like your 
Oh, it's it's up there for your favorite animated movies, right? At least oh, un- un- underrated animation. It's yeah, it's way up there. Obviously, it's like you know, there's so many. It's hard for me to justify it being better than some Miyazaki stuff. Exactly. There's there's an unfair amount of uh, Studio Ghibli movies. <laughs> it's just not fair how good they are. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I mean, I have it pretty high. So. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's, very, sure. it's a very good movie. Oh, yeah. Very it's underrated. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I watched, obviously, I watched Nausicaa, Porco, when Marnie was there, Castle in the Sky, Red Turtle. I We'll talk about them in a second. But uh, I watched Christmas movies, of course. I watched Interesting Wonderful Life like two or three times this past week. I preached on it. So, like, I had to, like, watch a bunch of clips. And so I was, like, you know. Um, rewatch Crazy Stupid Love, like, falling asleep. I kind of skipped, like, the middle and kind of watched the rest because I just wanted to watch the backyard scene. Um... <clears throat> Watched La La Land again. I wanted some comfort. Um, I don't remember why I wanted comfort, but I was like, I need comfort in my life. And so I turned on La La Land. You didn't get it from La La Land, that's for sure. You Dude, it's sadness a, and a void. But it's a comfort movie. It still makes me feel good most of the time until the end. Even though but the ending's beautiful. So like, I, but uh, Jenna and I watched, I showed Jenna Beautiful Boy. Um, she cried the first 10 minutes. Oh wow! <laughs> um, and I was like, for a rough movie experience. I, I was like, dude, it was barely started. <laughs> so, but she loved that, um, um, which was cool. And then she was like, "What else is Timothy?" She's like, "What else is the other guy in?" Like, I was like, "You mean Timmy? Timothy Chalamet?" She's like, yeah. What's he in? I was like, "Probably nothing you're gonna watch, but I'll tell you." <laughs> Dude. Uh, I was like, dude. And she's like, what's dude? I'd love to see you I'm watch like, dude, bro, you would hate dude. Um, Maddie, Maddie hated it, and she slept through most of it. Dude, so peaked. Dune two literally is gonna be the greatest movie of all time. Um, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited for Dune two to come out so that I can rewatch Dune one. Yeah, I've been waiting to watch rewatch Dune one. Me but... too. I've been sitting on it and waiting to watch it. <laughs> I don't want to watch it too far from the release. Exactly. Exactly. Um. I watched Lady Ballers, <laughs> the Daily Wire movie. Um, yeah. It's not great, obviously. It was funny. You know? That makes sense. You know their whole Jeremy's Chocolate thing? <clears throat> Full yeah. on ad read in the middle of the It was hilarious. It was <laughs> so... They like literally stop and it's like Brett Cooper and she's like, you can get Jeremy's Chocolate. It was so, it was so funny. And that's so funny. And all of them are in it. Like Ben Shapiro's a ref. Like it was, fu- it was funny. And they do end on like a pretty serious, like note kind of, um, which I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised, but it's very slapstick conservative comedy. Like, you know, liberals hate it. Conservatives love it. It's just, is what it is. Pretty much. Um, <clears throat> I watched leave the world behind. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Should be so good, and it was just not. Um, Bummer. Yeah. Boring. Stories uninteresting. Stacked cast. And literally, this stupid dude, this director, put together, like, you know, you know, like, some of the just the most beautiful, like, cinematography in, like, a movie. And you're like, wow, this is so good. It's amazing. But it's, like, tasteful, you know? 
It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes it's like the camera movement or sometimes it's just the shot. Well, this dude was like, oh, I went to film school. Let me, I don't know if he went to film school, but it's like basically like if I film bro went to film school and was like, let me put every, you know, perfect cinematography from every type of movie into one movie. It was like made me want to throw up because like if you take them, if you take like the shots like aside, it's like you just like pull it out and like look at it. It's like that's really good. But if you put it back, there's 7000 of them. It just looks like you threw up cinematography, which just isn't fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was trying so hard and you could tell. So that sucked. Like for That's me, funny. who, for me, who values visuals so much, it was like not fun. Um, and then I watched Wonka, which truly is the biggest surprise of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're going to see it, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, on the day after Christmas, I think. Yeah. Um, something like that. I don't want to spoil anything, but like I, I wrote this in my review when it comes to movies that I thought weren't going to be good or I was not excited for. Cause obviously I didn't know Godzilla was coming out this year. Really? Like that was huge surprise. Like past lives, huge surprise. Um, Mm -hmm. And like there's movies that like when I saw the trailer, I was like, that looks good, but I didn't know about it. So it was a surprise, you know, the holdovers. Um, Yeah. But when it comes to like, I was not looking forward to this. Like I knew about it. It looked like fine. Like it was so good. So much fun. Hilarious. It was whimsical and made no sense, you know, because it's like Willy Wonka. Um, And it was like a different take on it, but felt like it did it justice. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, dude. Like it's like, the, fire. I mean, the guy made Paddington too. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. And Timothy Chalamet was awesome, surprisingly. That's good. Um, you're gonna. You're gonna Why laugh. surprisingly? Because he not that he can't act. He's like a brilliant actor, <laughs> but like um like the whole we like he doesn't feel like Willy Wonka that type of thing. Um, I think he's. I don't know if I could name another young actor that would be more Willy Wonka. <clears throat> no, but in the trailer, it just didn't. I didn't like the trailers very much. Like, oh, I thought I, he was fine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think they would show us anything super crazy in the trailer. He was like perfect. Like obviously, Gene Wilder is like on an. He's he is Willy Wonka. You know, like you can't replace that. But um, he stands on his own two feet. He does just a really, really, really good job. So. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, loved it. I'm gonna go. I want to go watch it again. Like I and I don't do that for movies that are like so just for fun and you know because they're so easy to digest. Like I want to go watch Godzilla again. I want to go watch The Boy and the Herod again. I want to go watch Oppenheimer again. You want to digest them more? It was just so. I I went at ten o'clock at night and just had the best time ever. So that's funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, move on um, to movie of the week. <laughs> Only yesterday, um, the premise. Yeah. Holy crap, that's a long description. Uh, it's 1882, and Taiko is 27 years old, unmarried, and has lived her whole life in Tokyo. She decides to visit her family in the countryside and. And as the train travels through the night, memories flood back of her younger years. 
the first immature stirrings of romance, the onset of puberty, and the frustrations of math and boys. At the station, she is met by a younger farmer, Toshio, and then encounters with him begin to reconnect her with her forgotten longings. In lyrical switches between the present and the past, Tycho um, contemplates the arc of her life and wonders if she has been true to the dreams of her childhood self. So long. Accurate, obviously. This is Studio Ghibli, same creator of Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. What did you what'd you think? I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good too. I don't think it was the craziest thing ever. Um, yeah. Some people do think that. Mm-hmm. Mostly uh women, which makes, makes sense, sense, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know, man. You know, I think for women, this probably this probably is a great movie. As yeah. in, like, this is still a great movie. Like, still, I just for me, it's not a five star movie. And some people are like, between this and Grave of the Fireflies, like, I'm ready to say that he's the best yeah. animated director of all time, or whatever, up there. And it's like, like, yeah, this is nowhere near as good as Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, um, it's and still a four and a half star movie. I, like, I, think I can I... see how. I can see how women like would relate and then make it, it would make it an even more meaningful experience. To watch. I'm at the point where I think I'm going to give it a four, which I still don't think is crazy. Like I think it was really good. Um, and like the fact that it's four is like, that's the lowest Ghibli possible that I've had. It's four stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the best out of the four stars. <clears throat> then we can talk about what I else have. I have four stars later, but, um, just when I looked at my Ghibli ranking, I was like, "It's." Just, I don't think it's better than these others, um, and so. Yeah, I'd have to remember what I have if I have. Well, I do have some, but I'd have to remember what I have at um, <laughs> four star. Mm-hmm. But off the top of my head, I don't think it, it belongs in the same categories besides uh, four star. Yeah, I don't. I, I could go up. Um, I think it belongs with in the same realm as the four and a half stars, just at the bottom. Yeah, I could I could see that as well. Like I I, I have gone back and forth. I haven't technically even given it a score in Letterboxd. Um, Neither have I. I haven't rated it. So, so I, I'm back and forth, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's good. Like I I just didn't connect with it. Yeah. I also um, don't usually watch multiple Ghibli movies in a week. Yeah, it's hard to digest. They're so. And I feel like every single time I have, I've disliked one more. Yeah, one of them more than maybe I would have if I watched it standalone. Like I, I didn't, not did it. That's not true. Like when Marnie was there, did not connect. Like in the slightest. Like I was like, I, I, I gave it four stars, but it's like, oh yeah. The lo- second to lowest Ghibli I have because it's just like I was like I don't know man I don't like it's good it visually it's just awesome but like I don't know it's also about two girls you know so yeah I just didn't connect I was like I didn't connect with it at all <clears throat> where there's other things that I was like holy crap but um back to only yesterday like the premise is so cool too it is very cool the premise is really cool. Um, but 
Yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I wish I had more to say. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, like I said, I think the I think my only really thing to say is that, you know, it just didn't doesn't connect as much when it's uh it's such a personal movie about uh about a certain uh, gender's experience so it's like women are obviously going to connect more about it because it's about the experience of a woman mm-hmm. growing up and things like that so like if it was a boy yeah. obviously then i would i would connect more just because it's like you know there'd be certain things that happen that i'd be like that i would relate heavily to and then mm-hmm. things like that so i mean it's definitely yeah. portrayed through the lens of a woman so then obviously you know as they should they connect more with it and i think that you know like I said, if that was if it was a boy, I'd probably be giving it maybe even a five star or a higher four and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because the premise is great, it just doesn't. It's not made necessarily for me. I really admire Ghibli and Miyazaki, but their ability, like most of these films, are women led. Yeah, there definitely are. And the fact that I connect on to so many of them is really impressive. Well, yeah, but it's definitely like. It is different though because it is um even though they're women leads, they usually are, are both. They're usually very uh very middle middle ground. Like they're yeah. very uh like they have a well, strong character of the opposite, whatever the main character yeah, they is, have they both. Have very like, strong. You know, yeah. Like like you get there is things like Kiki's Delivery Service, which is very, it's just, it's just a woman-led movie. Like, it's just, it is about the girl. She is, <clears throat> she is the big deal, the supporting women uh, characters. Uh, uh-huh. But then again, you know, it's, it comes down to the same thing. It's like, I, you know, some people think it's fan, like, fantastic movie. And then it's like us, we're like, it was adorable. Like, yeah, yeah, it's really good. It is a really well-made movie and is yeah. very adorable, but it then doesn't like just like hit. And so it's like for the certain, and then other things, it's like uh, Howl's Moving Castle. It's like you get, you get the main character, and then you get Howl. It's like this crazy cool character. And so it's like then it's like slightly, you know. Yeah, of course. Slightly, slightly different, easier to connect. Yeah. But the reason why this one just doesn't do that, even though you know there isn't really other women-led uh, Ghibli movies that I would. I mean, I think I don't think there's any other woman-led Ghibli movies that are lower, really. Um, besides, well, for you, obviously, Marnie. Marnie, and I don't. Is Ponyo woman? I don't. I don't know what I would what I would give it. Um, in terms of when Marnie was there versus this, but yeah. Um, it's simply because it's it's so personal. It's literally about yeah, uh, just growing up a girl. So it's like. But when you, it's more personal than other things than just being led by a woman. Like what's it's, crazy is that. it was made by a guy, which is just crazy to me. Yeah, because it feels it feels props uh, to him also se- semi autobiographical. It feels yeah. that way, but it's not. Yeah. It's just a good story. Yeah, no props to him because that is like huge complaint. Uh female movie enjoyers is the whole failing to tell a woman's story through a men's lens. Mm-hmm. So, which makes sense. Like it's, uh, it doesn't work very often because you're not a woman. Like I could not tell a 
I can barely, I, I feel like I can barely critique certain things. Cause it's like, like even this movie, I'm like, I don't know. Like I liked it. I liked the movie, but I didn't connect with it. Why? Cause this is so personally about a woman growing up. There's things that I can connect to a little bit. Cause it's pretty general. Well, and like, you can get it from the base. It's just yeah. not the, the amount of depth in the movie is, is not uh, available to you as someone who didn't personally experience something like that. Like I don't, there's a certain experience that a woman has, uh, obviously puberty, very different than us. And like, exactly. Like people were like, I mean, the women in like reviewing early like raving, they're like, Oh my gosh, it's awesome. Like men menstruation in movies, uh-huh. like actually being resent, uh, represented authentically. And like, yeah, it's like that first, like, I don't know, like, man. Sounds, it sounds like it's like very, you know, it's like touching to them and it's like <laughs> making them connect more with the movie. And obviously for us, it was just like a moment in the movie, you know? Yeah. Like, and like there, there's a certain, like, I'm not trying to generalize here as well. And obviously guys do a thing where it's like, we deal with girls, you know, and like that whole beginning stages, but there's a, there's a moment, there's a, a era of a young girl's life where it's like the frustrations of math and boys. Like that is a real thing that I don't mm-hmm. understand. Cause like, it doesn't feel the same to be like the frustrations of math and girls. It's like, it's there's, there's a difference it's, to it. It's, yeah. It's because, I mean, obviously we still, we do deal with younger, that. younger girls though, romanticize way earlier. Like yeah. it becomes, a, it becomes a romanticized part of their life. Like when you're young, obviously you see your, like they, they like to imitate obviously like girls playing, playing house and playing yeah. dress up those things it's all about romanticizing different aspects of the life that they see grown-ups do and so it like becomes stuff like that it's like a big deal mm-hmm. so like i said there's just moments because of what kind of story it is that allows for for female audience to attach more to the movie yeah that would be that would be the same if it was flipped obviously then there would be way more opportunities for male audience to attach absolutely so that's that's just how it is that's what it was and it was yeah like i said it it is really great i really enjoyed it maybe it'll take another um another another viewing i guess um uh i i'll just i watched nausicaa you've seen nausicaa right yep really good you know um not my favorite of of Hio or Ghibli, but um, uh, I feel like it'll take a couple couple viewings to fully grasp it. But I really enjoyed the characters, the story, the kind of world that was built. It's really cool. It it is big. It's a big. It's really grand. It's one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest feeling worlds. Uh, Ghibli does a great job of having massive worlds feel really small and tangible. Mm-hmm. And this one is probably the worst of that. It's like it is like. It is like feels massive and you're like you're kind of like what the heck the whole time mm-hmm. you're um, a little bit more lost in that movie so yeah like i said i watched when marnie was there i still think it's good it just didn't connect i watched porco which me and you talked about off pod. yeah but when when marnie was there dude i had the craziest plot well not it's not crazy i wasn't surprised by it but it's crazy that they did it oh yeah that, that Ma- marnie or whatever was her i don't even remember what it was grandma Something yeah, like that. something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, very. It is good. I so I thought it was super interesting. That it was like you had the grandma ghost 
basically fostering the girl. I didn't think I I don't think I gave it my full attention. I think I was doing other things when I watched it as well, which wasn't fair to it. To be fair, yeah. Um, watch Porco, which is. I mean, I you love it more than I do, but I still love it. I think it was great. I think it was so fun. It's awesome, dude. I do love it. I'm gonna watch it again. Like all these things, like oh, there are only certain movies that are cemented. I, like I haven't rewatched Totoro or How Was Moving in so long. Um, but then out of the three that I watched from Miyazaki this week, I guess I watched four. But Castle in the Sky I watched today, which I just I it's crazy how good. Ghibli is this is just looking yeah, at my ranking castle castle in the sky is so underrated it's so good i really liked it man it's like one of my favorites um the whole like the the ending is great the the relationship between the two main you mm-hmm. know uh, awesome. the boy and the girl um there's a lot of like restoration stuff within there <laughs> um and it was very loved the i loved like the eden vibes yeah it was so it was it, was it felt cool. like there's a guy I follow i follow a couple of guys that ended up following me i think they're guys i don't know but they're like big christian letterboxd users um <clears throat> and like he's talking about like um oh my goodness he wrote such a long they wrote such long reviews i mean uh, for me it was like very much the the castle in the sky obviously because it's like this big uh so it's like this it's like a nation basically in the world. So like mm-hmm. there's this nation that went that people can't really find that like kind of disappeared. That used to be like the almighty power. Um, But for me, it's like when they go up there and they like, you see like this perfect society mm-hmm. for me, it's, it's a reflection of, of Genesis and like the, the fall and collapse yeah. of, of Eden yeah, where they go they literally go up to this perfect place and it's like, you know, the obviously the boy and the girl uh, enjoying it and they see its beauty and they and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the evil comes and corrupts it and tries to take over to be a, po- a political and military power and use that yeah. weapon. And the evil obviously corrupts it and then it, it falls. And so. Yeah, it's like uh, when Shita and Pazu realize the only solution is to destroy the island, virtually the only thing that remains intact is the tree, which then ascends into the sky. I thought this was very biblically resonant picture of the Lord's dominion over the earth, even when Laputans tainted their creation with violent and destructive weapons. The tree and its foundation endured, even as the world drives itself deeper and deeper into darkness of sin, the Lord's sovereignty and power remain. The creation's of man i just i can't hear you um i just got a notification on my computer uh the creations of man had to crumble for laputa to be transformed um into what was meant to be beauty untainted untainted by sin such as it will be when christ returns to restore the earth it's not a one-to-one representation but has a lot of biblical truth underneath the surface i'm like that's such a good like that's 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 what you're getting at with like Eden. Yeah, that's like, that's facts. I mean, like it's facts. it's so cool. It's so cool. And that's just like one of those moments where like you can't convince me like of uh, <clears throat> it's common grace where it's like God gifts people that aren't Christians the ability to make things that inherently 
show who Jesus is. And like, I'm like, you can't convince me otherwise. Like this, Mm -hmm. you can't like, you know, so, um, Castle in the Sky, I, I was floored with it today. Like, I was trying to do other things, and I stopped. You know, that's mm-hmm. how... Like, I try to it's, multitask yeah. a little bit when I watch certain movies. And clearly, like, when Monty was there, I clearly was not as interested. Um, but, I, like, I stopped doing everything I was doing and didn't get done what I needed to get done. Like, I was supposed to pack um, at the same time. And I didn't. I sat here and watched the movie. Um, because I was... It was it was cool. The, the hiddenness of it, like... The whole time they're building up to what the castle in the sky would be. Oh, mm-hmm. it was great side characters. Like the they're yeah. like so goofy with such a serious mm-hmm. kind of, you know, and they're like, like, hey, mom, look, <laughs> like the guy. <laughs> I don't remember what he said at the end. Yeah, no, it, like, was, it was awesome. Like these characters were so. Uh, and they're all like murderers, right? And like thieves and like pirates type yeah but then they were like all so corny and like yeah obviously not like the, like the the main bad guys were kind of corny still but like the the, well, the like mom the and the kids were the, yeah, the goons were so corny corny for the the big bad but uh, yeah. obviously the, the actual big bad had people who were like very mm-hmm. serious characters yeah but then like the rest of the groups of people that were you know trying to get the children at one point or another <laughs> always so goofy uh-huh there at the very i don't remember what he said at the very end but it was hilarious he likes he's like hey mom look it's a green dot i don't know it was something, <laughs> yeah, something like that dude. i was like this is so funny but uh no i loved castle like and i might move it up a little but i love i just love so much ghibli and we'll again we'll talk about it but yeah it's so hard um do you want to talk about the red turtle and then boy in the heron yeah sure all right red turtle what do you think yeah I mean, Crazy. I gave it five stars. I gave it five stars also. Um, it, oh my gosh. Like, where do you even begin? <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> even trying to, there's so much to it. I'm going to need to watch it like six times. Watch an explanation, a breakdown. There's literally no dialogue. It's like <laughs> none. Zero. Like. It's crazy, dude. I hate the whole like you slept with the turtle. I hate that. That's clearly not what it's about. No, and he didn't, dude. They just they held hands and swam in a circle and made a little baby. Okay? <laughs> yeah, that's not the same thing. Okay, dude. Yeah, um, no. He did not. It's not at all about that. It's not realistic. Just like the stinking I mean, I don't get how people say that after the ending when she turns back into the turtle when he dies. Uh huh. <clears throat> Did you cry? Yeah. I uh, I cried. I cried. Ending. Like it <laughs> like just was so. <laughs> it was so endearing and so sad when he when the son left to when he died and then <clears throat> the turtle went back into the water. I was like, oh man. Yeah, the ending was so like, oh my goodness! Like this is it was crazy. So heavy. Yeah, it was um, so heavy. It, I I just found it like it was really crazy like how like it they, the the fact that they did they evoked like there's a review that's like this addresses life death love hate adolescence curiosity the human race's relation to so in, nature things. and they didn't talk like at yeah. all and it I was also, don't get that it was not poor like it was not done well or uh, done poorly 
No. Like, like normally, it's, that's a big problem with movies is having uh, <sighs> too broad of a focal point, like not focusing on one of those things, trying to focus on too many things, and then you can't fit it and you can't do it. They did it in <laughs> not a lot of time with zero words. They yeah. All, all these different things. And, like, this is another movie that, like, I was... <laughs> I was trying to, like, yeah, I was trying to do something too, and I, I don't know. If I was writing, I, I was writing a sermon in my office at the church. Like, I recently did a little setup change. I'll have to show you later. But I was sitting there because I have a, I had mounted another TV on my wall, but with a, uh, like for the a podcast, but so that I could, it's like a forty-two, uh, no, it's like a thirty-two inch, so it's big, you know. But I, it has an arm to swing, and that's my monitor now. It's pretty sick. Um, but I had it on. I was like, I'm going to turn on the background. It's got no like, no speech. Like, There's no dialogue. Like, I'm just going to turn it on. You know, kind of glance, you know. And I ended up like, I was like, you know, typing, and I looked. And then I was looking, and then eventually I did this and just watched the whole thing. Um, yep. And it's like, wow, I can't, oh my gosh. Yeah, the movie was baffling. It was, to say the least. I need to watch it again because there's so much subtext. Clearly, the whole movie is subtext, but um, yeah, I need, I need to watch it again. Like, I don't even Uh, know. So captivating to make a movie that impressively good with zero dialogue when, and like so engaging, like so engaging and just like flew Mm -hmm. by. Like it was a, sh- it was a short <laughs> movie, dude. Mm-hmm. and it just, I mean, films don't even do that. Like you get films that people won't watch that are just because they won't read, like they won't read English subtitles. Did you, it has dialogue. And then it's like, yeah, they take this movie, no dialogue and it's, they make it insanely captivating. Clearly the most underrated Ghibli. <laughs> Oh, by far. Um, but uh, that's obviously because it's the least accessible. Yeah, dude. <laughs> How do you get that? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I don't know where. Like, it's so difficult to put it in our. Oh, it's so. Yeah, I haven't good. ranked it yet, but it's going. It's going to go really high. Um, I think it's one of the one of the best Ghibli movies. I think I know where I'm going to put it. I think I'm going to change my mind really quick. Which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't like, I want to watch it again. Like, I just have so many thoughts because it's about so much. I just like want to write. No, this is I, what I should do is literally like take notes. Like, I don't do it very often for movies. Like, I'll, I'll jot down certain little things, but like, I should watch it and like pause and reflect. Like, it feels like one of those things where it's like, I don't even understand. Like, it's like a devotional. Like, like a prayer. Yeah, I was going to say. It's, it's like a prayer. Like a, it's like a devotional for uh, for human experience. Which is so brilliant. Oh my gosh. So brilliant. Yeah, it's it's wild. Um, Gosh, movies are so cool. <laughs> like, this is so cool. What a cool movie to watch. It's just... It's like it reminds me of the ice merchant. 
I was literally you said it reminds me of and I'm like the ice merchant. <laughs> um, it's so captivating. It's it has so, so it's, much storytelling and just visuals. It's like it's insane. It's just insane. Bro, I get dude. Oh my gosh. I, I this I had an out-of-body experience when the baby jumped off the cliff. Out of body like I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was so overwhelmed with emotion. And nothing like yeah. they didn't make a set. Like there's no sound. And obviously mm-hmm. he's fine because it's you know part turtle. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he can he can hold his breath a long time. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know. Anyway, like so I was like, but I like was like hold like I it, I reacted in such a way that it was like so I don't even I, yeah I don't know because like he's freaking out and she's like this oh it's so good oh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, so Real, good, brilliant, and somehow, in my opinion, there is something better. <laughs> I don't know what you feel. Did you watch subbed or dubbed? Dubbed. How was the dub? So we are gonna get into talking about the boy and the heron. Um, how was the dub? It was. It was, was it? Good. But like, was the voice acting really good? Voice acting was great. I mean, it's crazy good actors. Pat, and I heard Pat. Them, I heard Pat sounds like of, amazing. Yeah, he is amazing, and a lot of them have done Ghibli already. I heard Bale <laughs> wasn't as good. Well, I mean, he's just not as noticeable. Yeah, because. But I think that's good. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. Who was like, the voice? The kid, like the main guy. Wasn't that like Tom Holland or something? Who voice it? English voice cast. Boy in the Heron. Um, Mojito is his name, right? Luca. Oh, it's like a kid, kid. I, dude, I, he's not in any. Well, they must have changed it. I thought he. They definitely casted Tom Holland at some point. Really? I was not. I was not paying attention. I'm paying him honestly, but that's obviously because it was very. Unrecognizable. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I saw subbed because it was the only time I could, and um, I I don't I didn't mind you know, obviously watching with subtitles like that's completely fine. Um, yeah, what did you think about this movie? Yeah, it was, I mean. Miyazaki's really pissed that his son can't draw. <laughs> it's such a that's what people are saying. People are talking about like, is this about I his know, son? You know, I don't know if it is. Wa- it's really on I the nose if, if it is, but sound it sounds like he might be hinting that he has a grand uncle or grand nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, because this is definitely semi autobiographical. Like it's confirmed that that's the case. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, th- this was going to be his last film. For context, the premise is like uh, about oh, this, this. I could I could read the premise. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying like about this tower master and uh, trying to find uh, a descendant of his to pass along this like mystical parallel universe, keeping that universe in balance. I was listening to a podcast and like I want to get the tattoos of the blocks. I'm like, that's a sick tattoo. Cool tattoo. Um, especially because this might be my favorite, might be Azaki. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. It's like 
it's past everything but spirited away at this point i would um, agree um it is the most magical whimsical miyazaki it yeah, felt i don't know what it was about it dude it's just i feel like miyazaki has always belonged in like a fantasy library type magical <laughs> scenario yeah and then they did it it was like the magical like you know the magical tower with all the books and the knowledge and then the heron guiding him like the heron was like, just in was so good um with like the the the, the arrow mm-hmm. um the fact that dude the fact that the girl that he meets is his mom when she went in is like one of the coolest things i've seen in any miyazaki movie so and cool the, and but I, also <laughs> one thing i noticed is bro is bro has zero iq because he had <laughs> multiple visions of his mom in fire yeah doing different things with the fire and then he, he saw her do the fire stuff multiple times like he saw the the face mm-hmm. of the chick that yeah. he is then looking at and is like who is this chick <laughs> like you're dumb yeah um <laughs> literally that is your mom a detail that i didn't notice that i heard someone that watched the movie like three times already on a podcast talk about was the book that he finds it's from his mom is a book that she wrote immediately after she got out and gave to him for later mm. which is so cool like that is cool I don't know. Like it was so, you know, it's magical. It's so creative. That is crazy. Isn't that cool? Like it hadn't, like it, it already happened, but it hadn't had that's happened. Like, that's, that's like a time paradox. Cause dude. it happened in, in, in Mahito's world. Cause Mahito has it and his mom's dead. But Correct. then once he entered into this fantasy world, he read it before it was written. Technically, technically, yeah, because she's in there at the same time he's in there. Yeah, so he reads she, it. He goes in. He meets her. And then they go out, and then she writes the book. But she writes it knowing that she's going to die in the fire, and yeah, that's paradoxical, man. That's crazy. <laughs> and but that's like so, like it's like obviously the trailer. You see the girl and him, and you think it's like love. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it is love. It is, yeah. But it was so much better than romantic love. It was so unbelievably cool. Cool, like I, yeah, I, loved, I it. loved it. Yeah, the the different connections between the paralleling worlds is, I mean, it was so awesome. Like Lady Hemi, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, in both worlds, you know, protecting him was awesome. Her like giving him the doll of herself to like, without even knowing to like protect him. All the the old ladies. Mm-hmm. super cool and then it was hilarious oh my gosh it was the funniest it was the funniest ghibli movie yeah it had like and it did uh it didn't like, it take... was just certain things that were just like so hilarious like the anim different like animation scenes like of him in the beginning of the movie the boy like crawling forward <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like so it's like his head and then his body is like and it looks hilarious and so that was funny. And then the parakeets were hilarious. And Dude. Like the parakeet king like sneaking around. Is like, isn't that, so isn't funny. it, isn't it Dave Batista? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, yep. that, that sounds awesome. 
the, the par the parakeet king was they were I mean all of them were so great but he was he was great he was so funny he's hilarious but none of the comedy was like it was not slapstick obviously it was like subtle comedy like it wasn't like it's like when you laugh at thumb drive in the Batman it's a little bit more than that because he's it's still more creative and, and like whimsical almost. But it wasn't in your face, but it didn't overstay it. It's welcome. It was like, you know, some chuckles. It wasn't like you're busting out laughing. I mean, maybe, I depending on the person, obviously, but. Well, there um, were people in the theater that were definitely busting out laughing. The kids, but. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. But the whole, like, trying to pass down the baton and, like, he's not going to do it. The design of the grand uncle was insane it was so cool it was so good who voices him everything was just so cool i don't even remember i don't remember what his name is um grand uncle boy oh it was was mark it was mark hamill oh that's great i know um and like the the pelican being willem dafoe the injured pelican yeah yep the noble pelican. The noble, so another great scene. Um, yeah, everything in this was just so good. Yeah, and the dude, the I mean, the whole movie, how incredible it was, gonna be summed into the one line when he rejects taking over the world, dude. When he mm-hmm. goes, uh, when he's like, I searched for whatever, however long to find, uh, blocks, uh devoid of malice or whatever and he's mm-hmm. like i have this scar it is the sign of my malice and so if i use the blocks inherently i will taint taint the blocks with my malice because yeah. i'm imperfect i'm imperfect so, so i can't i know, can't do like, this he's like saying i'm not i'm not a you know i'm an imperfect creator so my creation will be imperfect but he still can do what his granduncle was saying, right? Because mm-hmm. the quote, I, I'm re- I, I didn't remember off the top of my head. Someone wrote it. Um, he's talking about the wizard-like character. Um, whom he says embodies wit and wisdom, which is such a good way to put the granduncle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he says, speaking to Mojito, he discusses his desire to create a world of bounty peace and beauty and it's like and then he's the this this guy that i follow he says and miyazaki somehow against all odds did it again and i'm like yeah that's like like this is his, uh, all these movies coming out not all these there's like two <laughs> um of like a filmmaker that i mean in particularly we both really love and it's like they create their magnus opum or magnum opus magnum opus uh film in 2023 like asteroid city you know is mm-hmm. the most so sanderson western and this is the most miyazaki miyazaki movie yeah and it's just so like i <clears throat> i don't know it's just so good um, yeah it's it's incredible i'm just so impressed constantly with <laughs> I don't know. Every aspect of it. The opening floored me. Like, I was so in. With, like... Oh, my gosh. The visuals were crazy. Like, the melting of the... It was literally, like, the 
the film was melting. Because he, it's about, I mean, partially, it's about remembering. Mm -hmm. Um, And he remembers the moment, he remembers the fire, he remembers he was running, but he doesn't remember the people around him. That's why they're, like, that's such a, oh, it's so cool. (sighs) Yeah. And, like, I, the last line, or one of the last line was, like, what did he say? It was like um, it was the heron and him. And he was like uh, forgetting is normal. You, yeah, you'll you'll forget soon enough. Forgetting is normal. Yeah, that's I don't know what to make of it yet, but I know it's important. <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's definitely a commentary on how uh, how taboo forgetting is, how people try to memorialize literally everything that happens in your life. Mm-hmm. And like make it some important huge thing, and it's kind of like talking about moving on and separating yourself from things that that you choose not to be a part of. Yeah, like I like he rejected being you know lord of a world, and it's like you know you'll fine. forget you'll, about you'll it. forget about it. You'll move on. You'll be fine. Like some things are worth remembering, but some things like you don't remember the detail you remember maybe the moment it's like ah well yeah was... and it's like the whole the whole point is that it's like not everything needs to be memorialized and remembered like you can forget things right and be fine yeah that's because it's and you do you forget things and you're fine right? like how do you not remember like like you say um <clears throat> it's almost like i don't know is it like you're so in the moment that you it's okay that you forget? Is that what it's, it's kind of speaking? Like, I don't know. There's like movies I watch. I'm using this as an example. Like, it was so in the moment. I remember it being awesome. Or I remember doing something that was so great. And they're like, what'd you do? I'm like, I don't know. It was just great. Yeah. Like, is that, I, I, I picture that. Like, mm-hmm. the goodness of it and beauty of it was enough. The only thing I remember like, I imagine that Mojito remembers he just went on this, you know, fantastical journey. But he'll forget that, you know, he could have been lord of a world. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's like in the sense that they explained what happened when his mom came back. You know, she came back. She was not a she came back a year later, not a day older. And mm-hmm. uh, had an everlasting, like, had a permanent smile, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's so I need to watch this movie again. I'm gonna go see it on Thursday again, or Wednesday night. I, dude, yeah. People like this shouldn't be this good. That's all I'll say. Like, yeah. I wish my mind was as creative as <coughs> as Miyazaki's. Although Agreed. I think the title doesn't fit as well as what it was gonna be called. How do you live? How do you- I wish. That's what I wish. For sure. I mean, it is definitely a fitting title. I mean, it makes sense. So, it is a boy and a heron. <laughs> it's literally about a heron guiding a boy. So um, it's like... And it's definitely very much about them. Majority of the time. So yeah. It doesn't make sense, but... It doesn't fit the depth of, of the movie. Yeah, which probably works best but to do the boy and the neither heron. neither does... Neither does anything really. No, it's Howl's a, moving castle. It's like yeah, you know, that, that delivery service. That's a really good point. Spirited away. I mean, spirited away is literally just what it is. Like to get spirited away is literally what just it's just what happened to her. Or the castle in the sky. 
literally it's a castle in the sky it could have been called something like so philosophical which is because it was that's you you make a really good point miyazaki never has these deeply thematic titles no princess mononoke it's about princess mononoke my neighbor totoro it's about about a a big big boy named totoro (laughs) like or girl i don't know um, That's neighbor. <laughs> Kiki's delivery service is about so much. Kiki's, but it's, it's she's, about Kiki's delivery service. The wind rises is probably the most philosophical, even though probably. Um, but it, it is about planes. Yeah, but it's also a, a reused quote multiple times in the movie. They say yeah. the wind rises. So, oh. um, yeah, and like how is moving castle is literally about moving <laughs> castle. About, they, and they say that again in the movie. Yeah. Like, oh, it, look, it's Howl's Moving Castle. And, and like, it's his castle and it moves. And, like, Nausicaa, it's a chick named Nausicaa in the Valley of well, the yeah, Wind. In the Valley of the Wind, and it's all about the Valley of the Wind. Yeah. No, so, the only, like, there, there are um, more deeply thematic titles when it comes to Ghibli movies Grave Grim of the Fireflies, Whisper of the Heart. The Red Turtle, not so much. Huh? Only yesterday. Only yesterday, when Marnie was there. Like, these are... I mean, Marnie was there's a little less, but... But it also... It's like, when Marnie was there, it's like, you read that, it's like, what is it about? (laughs) Who's Marnie, and when was she there? When was Um, she there, dude? From up on... you know... Yeah, Then you got, like, you got, like, you know, Red Turtle. It's a Red Turtle. It's, It's about a Red Turtle. Porco Rosso. His name is Porco Rosso. He's the homie, that's for sure. He is the homie. He's he, a G, dude. He is such a... He's, he's top... Like, we need to do a tier list of cool guys, because he'd be one of them. He's one of the coolest Walking guys. Walking around with his shades <laughs> on, dude. Like, no one can catch me in my plane, dog. Yeah. I might yeah. be ugly and a pig, but I'll sauce you up in the sky, dog. Hey, bro. Who are you taking? Porco or Maverick? Porco, 100%, dude. There's no one that can compete with Porco. I think I wrote that. I don't know if I did. Did I? Oh, I can't even remember. When did he... Dude, I I watched it so long ago. Didn't he evade, like, the entire Italian... Bro, he did something like that. Yeah, like, it was like... He's... No, there's, like... There's a sequence at the end. Um, I remember what I loved so much about that movie, dude. I don't know how that ending scene doesn't get you dude it does like, like I, the sky like them just all flying up in this dude when that, when that got brought into the movie i was like oh my gosh this is so peak i mean it is dude i give it four and a half stars what do you want from me i want five uh, you want five yeah um you give whisper the heart of five i'll put porco up <laughs> <laughs> you give whisper the heart of five i think it's we could talk about our top Top Ghibli, if you want. I didn't give. I didn't watch Whisper of the Heart. No, no, no. I know. Um, but I have. I don't my... know. We we can do it a different time. Okay. I don't. That's gonna don't change. Have... So there's new movies like. For sure. I don't know where I'd put things yet. There's two movies that probably are in my top five that. I have. My top four, I think, could change really easily because I have Born in the Heron at four currently. I'll just say. Um, Whisper of the Heart is my third favorite Ghibli. Like, I think it's like really, 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 really good. Um, but I have seven, seven five stars 
and then 8, 9, 10, 11, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 4 and a half. So, and two fours. Yeah. That I've seen. I mean, if I had to go <laughs> out of my head, you know, we're going to, I mean, we would see, obviously, Spirited Away, like right now, Spirited Away, Totoro, Porco Rosso, and Castle in the Sky. Oh, those are your Miyazaki? Those are, those are my top four. Miyazaki. Mine would be. Actually, oh no, no, sorry. Spirited Away, Totoro, Mononoke, Porcaroso. Okay. Mine would be Spirited Away, Boy and the Heron, Mononoke, Totoro, and Howls at the moment. But that's like I said, that that's without Boy and the Heron. I need to. If I was gonna gonna put Boy and the Heron in and the Red Turtle, I'd probably put. I mean, uh, Spirited Away or Boy and the Heron one. Yeah, don't I don't know think... which. The other one's two. Then it's uh then it's either then it's Totoro. Then it's Mononoke or Red Turtle. Yeah. I the thing is for me, like it it's so crazy. Like Nausicaa is my last four and a half. That movie's awesome. The yeah, Wind Rises is that is like I don't know. The man. wind rises. I feel like I kind of want to watch again. I I need to watch. I feel like it's so good. I need to watch so many, dude. They're all so good. It's not fair. It's not fair ranking these. No, it's not. Like, I currently have Porco Rosso at nine, and I loved it. That's crazy. <clears throat> I also I'm like Kiki. I like Kiki's delivery service more than most, as well. Like it's so yeah, cute. Yeah, you do. I love Kiki's Lurk. It is very adorable, but it only goes so far. For me. I connected more with it, I guess. I guess I like black cats and delivering things. I want to watch stinking perfect blue, bro. It's like scary, isn't it? It's like gory. So. Yeah. Um, what's it on? Nothing. Oh, it's AMC. Yeah. It's not been on anything for the past two years. I wanted to watch it. It was on something at one point that I almost watched, but I didn't watch it because I was like, oh, I don't. Because, uh, you know, what's the <clears throat> um, parent's guide? I look at it because I'm always curious. I don't care. Yeah, there's. It's so highly rated. There's severe violence and gore. Yeah, animated and old. So. And severe other things. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be that crazy. <clears throat> it's made in it's made in ninety seven. Hey, you never know. But it's it's animated gore. I know. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I. Do you think that like Ghibli? Because there's Disney movies we love, and I think there are some, but like it's hard for me to be like, yeah. I think Treasure Planet's better than anything here. Like, I have Treasure Planet at five stars. But I have Porco Rosso and Kiki's and Castle in the Sky at four and a half. And I don't think that that movie's it's better. Not, it's not better than any of those. That's what's crazy. Like, do I just yeah. bump those all up to five stars? Like, I don't think I should. Do you I bump, bump it down? down? Like, but... Like, for something like Brother Bear... Okay, 
for you. Yeah, but that's personal experience. Okay, I, I, that's what I was. I'm perfectly fine putting that at five stars. You know, I agree. I agree. I and agree. I put it. I would be completely fine putting it above a lot of the. Yeah. No. 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 I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. At all. So that's that. where I'm at. I just have no issue doing that. You know. Yeah. For sure. But I if agree. A movie that I have an issue with, then it's clearly what I think. So it's like. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can put that above it. Then I shouldn't do it. But that's obviously what I think. Like, I don't think I think most Disney movies are not better than most of these movies. Definitely not. I mean, there's very few. Um, which is just crazy. It's, it's. I'm just so. Imp- I'm. I'm impressed. I'm wholeheartedly, unequivocally impressed by. Yeah, I mean, if you're wondering if Disney's better than Ghibli, you can just ask whether they tried to hop on the ghibli train or not oh wait they did they did what did they produce howls ponyo is that oh did they really i don't know what else they did yeah walt disney company japan oh wind rises secret world of rit all right all righty it's a it's it's a rarity and then when marnie was there so four (laughs) yeah and they technically made them worse, so not the wind rises. Wind rises is great. The wind rises is great, but um, shout out to Miyazaki for not going back to them for Boy and the Heron. Yeah, but I'm gonna need a movie not in ten years though from Miyazaki. It's gonna be dead in ten years. Yeah, it's true. He's old. <laughs> he, he needs to make like he needs to get on like six projects right now, please. Yeah, he needs to just lay the groundwork for that that many projects and then give it to somebody trusted. It'd be so sick. Ghibli or Miyazaki sleeve tattoo sleeve. I really hope though that the you know because obviously it is art autobiographical. Yeah. I really hope that uh, the that the the Ghibli world doesn't collapse. I don't think it will. I so think that's very ominous ending, considering what the themes of the whole thing and how on the nose they were with him retiring and quitting yeah. and trying to find a successor and not finding one, not being able to find one, and then the world disappears. You know. That's kind of ominous. For yeah, because the guy who made Grave of the Fireflies is dead. Ghibli. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, all the OGs are pretty much done. And um, none, of the, none of the new guys have really done anything crazy yet. The guy who made Whisper the Heart's dead. Uh, yeah. Because it's old. I mean, obviously Miyazaki's son's still alive. Um, but he's only he hasn't made something <laughs> since 2011. He did... Poppy Hill, Poppy Hill, right? Mm-hmm. That was twenty eleven. Yeah, it's not it's not great. Um, and it's not none of the other people make anything uh, whimsical. They're none of the same. It's not the same feel as the OG Ghibli movies. Miyazaki's it's because he's so brilliant. Um, yeah, it's scary, dude. Why do you have to be so old? He's made a lot of great things, though. Why is he got to be <laughs> like so he's got old, one though? of the best careers of all time, if not the best Dude, career. If anyone should be able to live like three hundred years. It's this man. <laughs> God, please. <laughs> he's got so much left to give. I am. Yeah, he's he's an incredible. Yeah, he's 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 yeah. Gosh, I hope one day I can make something that good 
in my respective field. I can guarantee that we both will never do that. Combined. <laughs> Anything even close. It's a good goal, though. That's a good goal to, to attain, you know, to try to create something as beautiful or as creative as someone like that. Like, you know. No, yeah, it's a good goal. It's just completely unachievable because. Yeah, he's. he's there is not going to be another. There, I mean, there's just not. He really he's is just, one. He is really one of the greatest artists of all time. He's one of the greatest, in Cre- my opinion, like just one of the greatest people. Of all, like, literally just done just of living life and understanding life and being philosophical and all these different things. Like, if you look at just people in general, yeah, throughout history, probably one of the most impressive people. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Man, so good crazy yeah well yeah it's two, it's, it's only 240 so. <laughs> thank goodness you, you got plenty more time you don't work tomorrow no i don't um yeah next we'll record so this will come out this wednesday um like usual <clears throat> we'll take a break for christmas or maybe it'll come out late that week maybe we'll record the day after christmas i don't know um probably not you yeah. don't count on it. I didn't think so. Um, but we will on the probably first. We'll probably record something. So a new episode will be out the twentieth when you're listening to this, and then in two weeks on the third with our 2023 recap, our wrapped. Um, yeah, and maybe it'll be a whole new look. Which would be awesome. It would definitely have to be a new look. What do you mean? I'll be in Washington. Oh. Oh, you'll be in Washington? 30th to the 6th. Oh, maybe you could come. We could just sit here and do it. Probably. That'd be fun. I don't know about Monday, though. Well, okay. The, being the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm free all week, so I'm fine. But... Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do a double date. I don't, date I don't too. know what the plan is. Or try to do a double date. Yep, to Burgerville. <laughs> You're just where do you want to eat, Micah? Burgerville. <laughs> Burgerville, Hula Boy. Can I go to can we go to Hula Boy? I want to go to Hula Boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that's that's the plan stand. But after that, the week after that, uh <laughs> no new look. Um I think we'll we'll do the riverside thing. So I got the uh, Adobe podcast thing, the AI audio, just as a free trial for 30 days. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's a thing that would be cool to be like use, pay for monthly. But if I'm like, we should pick one and it's way better to pick Riverside because they have that those capabilities as well. Yeah, um, for sure. So, all right. Nope. Fun. Crazy episode. F- yeah, really fun episode. Um, these episodes always happen when we don't talk for a little while, um, which we did talk, but it was such a different episode that it, yeah, and (laughs) it's only, it's been less time technically. Yeah. How long has it been? Since Monday afternoon. (laughs) Yeah. So technically less, but, um, yep. Yep. Well, 
Sayonara, people. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough enough yapping for me. Um enough. Turn on Barbie. <laughs> yeah. It's three in the morning. I know, I'm joking. I would watch zero of it. I probably wouldn't get through the thinking Barbie uh two thousand one thing. It is great. Though. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even make it through that part of the movie. Yeah. Before falling asleep. Yeah, that's very true. But yep. Um listen, watch whatever. I don't care. Watch Kyo Miyazaki. Yeah. Watch Hayao Miyazaki. Um watch Red Turtle. I don't remember who did it, but watch some that. French guy. Some white guy. <laughs> And if you don't like it, you're wrong. So but watch the boy in hair in the theaters. Delete TikTok and fix your attention span if you don't like Red Turtle. Facts. So that's uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Life's tough. Get a helmet.